Thank you for coming to the podcast. This special bonus episode of Top Turtle MMA featuring our interview with Francis Naganu is brought to you by Human Weapon Clothing. Human Weapon is a no-nonsense MMA clothing brand that bucks the trend of the shirts that look like tattoo sleeves. Check out their site, humanweapon.com, for the highest quality and clean graphics. And don't forget to use promo code FLOW, that's F-L-O, for 15% off your first order. Human Weapon Clothing brings you this special episode with Francis Naganu. Enjoy. This is Daniel Gumby Breland with FlowCombat.com's Top Turtle MMA, and I am speaking with Francis the Predator Naganu, who just is recently off his KO victory over Alistar Overeem this weekend at UFC 218. Uh... Francis, your, your striking continues to get more and more crisp every time out. Uh, clearly, the work with Dewey Cooper is paying off. Was the uppercut you threw something that you and Dewey game-planned specifically for Overeem, or was it more of just the right move in the right moment? So, the game, yeah, the game plan was just to be avoid to, uh, the takedown, you know, and then if I had a fight, then it go down. You may, and, and, and may I be the one who control the takedown. So I just, I know so bit the takedown. I control it because I will still, we, we still believe that I'm able to, to, to my, my ground, my ground game is enough to, to, to fight down, to, to, to bring mm-hmm. someone down and to finish the fight. And I'm glad that you mentioned wrestling, too, because Overeem shot in for a takedown and tried to kind of clinch you up in the fence. Were you surprised that he wanted to wrestle you and take you down? No, I, no, no. I wasn't surprised. I mean, it was like, uh, I thought about that, you know. I knew that we knew that, I, that Overeem is a striker, but we thought that he might probably going to take take down and then try to try to do some stuff down because of course he's a uh, good striker but he 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 know he's he knows who I am really. So he's he's not that it's very dangerous to strike with me and he will know uh, uh strike with me no longer. Yeah, and I, I think you're going to see a lot of that, too, in the future, people who don't want to strike with you. And, and the, the two people who it's seem to be at the always, top... It's always like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and the two the two people who are seemingly at the top of the division is is Cain Velasquez, who's a wrestler, along with you, and Stipe Miocic, who's also kind of been known as a wrestler in the past. He's got a wrestling pedigree. In, in your matchup with Stipe, which Dana White has all but confirmed, is, is that what you expect him to do, too? Um, yes, Tipe has a good wrestling, and then, uh, uh, you know, he, he'll probably try everything, but for sure, I think everyone else will know, uh, in, on Tipe place, you will not try to stand up because, uh, if, if you try to stand up with me, you know, you will not stand up so long, you know. Yes, and then I think you'll probably try something. He's a good striker, but uh, uh, he knew he do know that um, how dangerous I am. According to Fight Metrics, which which takes stats on the fights, you've only been hit seven times in your last four fights. Uh, this is sort of unheard of. 
It seems like you're not taking any damage. Could you go out and fight again, say, next week? Do you think that you are healthy enough that you could fight, you know, next week, the week after, a month later? Of course. I mean, <laughs> even the same night I was able to fight. I was able to fight again. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it was too. It was too fast, and then uh, uh, I don't. I didn't get a, have a time to get injury or to have strong fight. And then I've been training for a long time, and I have to um, have a condition to go right away. Knowing that you're you're so healthy and you're seemingly you know you're ready to go that night. Uh, how soon are you looking to hopefully get that fight with Stipe Miocic? As soon as possible. As soon as I possible. mean, I my my part is done when I said I'm able to 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 go to I'm ready for next week. So that means I'm my it's not uh, rely on me that uh, for my for my size. You've been sort of working out at the the in Vegas. You live there now at the Performance Institute all the time. Are are you hoping that the title shot comes in Vegas, or is there somewhere else where you'd rather it be? No, I, I don't care about uh, where where was it. I I just want the title shot. Doesn't matter where where is it. I mean, if they say you'll be in in China, we'll go in China take the 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 belt. That's awesome, yeah, and that that's sort of the, the type of champion that the UFC has been looking for, somebody who will actually fight any place, any time. Uh, so, and kind of on that note, too, Dana White, uh, at the end of the, the night last night, or uh, this weekend, uh, gave out his performance bonuses, but he didn't put uh, your name in the performance bonuses. It sort of kind of uh, blew up on social media. People noticed that uh, Francis Naganu did not get a performance bonus. He said he would give you some some like extra leeway in the locker room, and you would wind up with a little extra cash for it. But was it still kind of a letdown that you didn't get the so-called knockout of the night? Yes, of course. I mean, I I, I probably people said. Uh, that w- that is like the knockout of the year, mm-hmm. and then uh, you don't have the performance of the night with it. It's like uh, yes, it sucks. But uh, then, then, like as he said, he says he will give they will give me some some extra money. Some I'm wearing. Yes, hopefully it's gonna be enough to 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 complete to complete that um, to compense that empty because that leave is really empty. I really feel like I mean. It's not like I feel I deserve it. I, I, I honestly, I, I deserve the, the, the performance of the night. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone saw what happened. Everyone saw what a crazy, what fight I, I did. So, yeah. yes. Yeah, so. Well, and, and on that same note too, Dana White recently referred to you as a future global rock star. Uh, he said um, that you know you're, you're obviously on the way to becoming maybe one of the biggest stars in the UFC. Has he sort of given you, or him, or anybody in the company, given you advice about being a star or how to handle uh, media and other responsibilities? Not at all. Not at all. Maybe in the future. And <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I, I know. I'm open for everything, but now I I I don't have not uh, any any proposition like that. Uh, you were on our show like a month or two ago when you were supposed to fight Dos Santos, and you said it didn't matter who had the belt because you were going to go in there next and finish him. You know, obviously your prediction for that fight is that you finish Stipe Miocic. Does he make it any longer than than Overeem does? 
how would you expect to get the finish with Stipe Miocic? I expect get the finish. Uh, I expect finish, you know, because you probably try to take down, so he, he might be something like submission, but I always um, predict and KO. Always, always predict KO. You know, obviously, uh, you're not overlooking Stipe or wouldn't overlook anybody. Um, but but say after you do beat Stipe, you know, there, there's a lot of names at the top of the division that are very famous. Is there somebody who's kind of been always on your dream list of people that you'd like to fight? Um, my dream? Yeah. Yes. Uh, I would like to see some... I always like to see some match between me and Brook Lesnar. You know, two big dudes. <laughs> I like that matchup. I mean, I, I, I'm excited for that kind of match as a fan. Like, mm-hmm. as a fan, not like a fighter. <laughs> I want to see that match. <laughs> but obviously, he's he's well away from uh, being in the UFC right now. But, you know, he, he did have a very similar rise to you where he rose up beat a whole bunch of very important people right away, similar to you has, and he's equally, you know, some would say, as athletically gifted as you. How do you think you would do against a guy uh, like Brock Lesnar, who's huge and big and physical like you are, whereas maybe nobody else is? Uh, he's big and huge, and huge, as you say, but he's not stronger than me. I'm stronger than him. And then I has. I have a, um, uh, a, I'm, I'm the best striker in the heavyweight division and uh, the more powerful guy. You know, I'm also a talented guy and I will deal with that very easy. Yeah, and well, it's certainly a fight we would love to see, and there are lots of fights we'd love to see with you, Francis, um, and we're looking forward to each and every one of them. We also sort of wanted to give you a, a chance here at the end uh, to talk about something that's clearly important to you. So you stated in your post-fight interview, uh, and I quote, fuck slavery, fuck racism. And we've heard this as response to the slave trade in Libya, but would you like to kind of take a moment to th- tell the fans a little bit more about your cause and sort of expand what you were, you know, kind of cut short on in the cage? To, to, to know that in 2015, we still have, uh, in 2017, we still have some people somewhere who are not in our uh, uh, civilized, who are not uh, who not have, who are not behavior, and then still try to catch people, treat them as a slave, serve them, and force them to work, something like that. I mean, it's kind of kind of uh, sad, you know. I mean, uh, personally, like I, I'm just feel bad like that even the even criminal even um yeah they are not treated criminal like that you know they still have they still like have um um have right you know they still have a lawyer they still have to decide what gonna be next for them and then there are somewhere some people some i mean some idiots some stupid people who just think that they're gonna use the other one may just because those one 
leave their country and just want to go somewhere find their life. I mean, I, 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 I personally feel myself concerned about that because even me, I did, I did that. I leave my country and then uh, try to go somewhere, find my life, and then that's what that's how I went to Paris. I I was homeless. And, but uh, I, I wasn't. I, I didn't offend nobody. I was just uh, try to 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 do a good thing to uh, in my life. I was just trying to to do something to to win my get my to get a job to uh, help my family, help myself. That's only that what I do. That was the only uh, matter, only mistake, matter that I did, and then. It, I don't think no one would just doing that because it's 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 that it's it's enough tough and then and some people are gonna go add their uh, their their behavior uh, on it is like sucks. Francis Naganu coming off of his big win over Alistair Overeem this weekend. Francis, thank you so much for the time in sitting down with us. Okay, thank you very much. Too. We hope you enjoyed this bonus episode of Top Turtle MMA with Francis Naganu. Be sure to check out the regular show later this week with Lauren Murphy and UFC Fresno's Eric Anders, plus a breakdown of that fight night Fresno card. Catch you later this week.